Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talkstros. Find the show at Locked On Astros. Your team every day. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter and at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. All right, so I know that this show is probably going to be finding a lot of depressed Astros fans. Once again, uh, the Padres give us a crushing defeat. But uh, if, if you can't get enough of the Astros talk, and I know that there's another podcast out there that equally love, uh, you can talk about um, the Locked On MLB podcast with Sully, and he's, he has all the love for the Houston Astros. And I'm sure he, he, uh, he always used to say, well, the Padres are going to throw no hitter today. And eventually they eventually did. So uh, with Joe Musgrove this year. So he can stop saying that now. But uh, if you want to subscribe to Locked On Astros podcast on YouTube, you can also subscribe to Sully over at the Locked On MLB podcast. And so uh, also listen to Odyssey, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, just listen to Locked On MLB, Locked On Astros, and keep on subscribing on YouTube. We're going up, 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 baby. So unfortunately, Astros are keep on going up and then they go down. And unfortunately, this was a series that the Astros could have capitalized, but unfortunately, uh, that's baseball, man. You, you, all you can do is that. And uh, I didn't really get to see a lot of game. Uh, it's my son's birthday, so I've been uh, kind of hit and miss today. That's why we're doing our show a little bit late. Um, but um, somebody said that there's something going on with Joe West, so I don't n- know exactly what happened with uh, Joe West. He made some, uh, you know, I mean, Joe West did Joe West things. He made some, he, he made some questionable calls when, when it came to balls and strikes. But, look, here's the deal. Um, I'll be real honest with the Astros fans. I know nobody likes Joe West. I know his history against us. I know his history in Major League Baseball. But bottom line is this. That is a – okay, don't be offended when I say this. That's a loser mentality. If you are upset because you believe the umpire altered the game, then you didn't do enough to win the game. The Astros only scored three runs. They didn't do enough. Um their pitchers gave up four runs. They are, I'm, I'm sorry, how many runs they give up today? Just, just four, right? Cause it was That's like, four, it was, yeah. yeah, it was just like four to three. And um, this was a team loss. Uh, the game last night was a team loss. I mean, they, they were, they were team losses. Uh, this team is too powerful and the lineup is too great for them to be hanging in the balance over calls or missed calls by Joe, by I almost said Joe Musgrove by Joe West. And so yeah, blame on Joe Musgrove. That's, that's, that sounds well, perfect. I mean, he did, he did great against us, right? I mean, he didn't, right. he didn't do too bad, but here's the thing. Bottom line is yeah. Seattle leapfrog Oakland. Okay. Oakland, Oakland's a scrappy team, but Oakland's falling apart. Seattle's steamrolling right now, but we're coming home to Houston and the Mariners are playing well. And the Astros play well against good teams. They're coming home. So don't be dismayed. I wouldn't, I'm not scared of Seattle. I mean, I'm really not scared of Seattle, Eric. I don't, I don't like what our relief pitching is doing right now, but also know that we, what, why are you, why are you moving off the screen? I'm what am I saying? Seattle. No, you're not. You're not scared. The The Astros aren't scared of Seattle. Why, why, why are we scared of them? No, I'm not um, I am, I am. The only thing I'm worried about is the inconsistency of the production. Um, the the last time Seattle was in town, we crushed them, right? right. Um, but 
Look, baseball is going to baseball. Story in uh, Seattle, and I know that uh, things that kind of momentum changed, and uh, they 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 shut them out in the last two games, and that's where when the uh, the Mariners were able to gain that use that momentum to kind of leapfrog the A's, and so now it's it's time for the Astros to, to kind of squash that bug, and just be like, no, we're gonna put y'all back where y'all belong. Not necessarily at the bottom of the barrel, but just uh, they they need to just kind of just say no, no mas. Uh, good, stop, uh, just stop this uh, winning streak right now because the Astros, this 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 was one of those games, especially after that Friday's win. That Friday's win was, I thought that was going to get the team going, especially yeah. with uh, how Carlos Correa hit that three-run homer and or two-run homer, I forgot what it was. Then uh, Kyle Tucker hit that big home run to give them the lead late. I thought that was going to be the momentum, the thing that got them going again. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, why Marlon Gonzalez? Why are you bringing this guy back? He's a wash up. He's a scrub. He, he doesn't have, he's not going to be able to bring anything to this team, but you know what he can bring? He, he can bring um, team chemistry. This is a guy who was a big clubhouse guy. He was somebody who brought a lot of uh, he leadership qualities to his team, and yes, he may be. I mean, he didn't even play game. today, so. Well, I know, and I'm, I'm not just... saying that he he's not going to be everyday guy. He's not going to be a guy that's going to go out there and uh, like play five or six times a week. He's going to be that guy who's going to get some uh, big uh, hits off the bench, uh, play some big positions. But it was so we'll talk about Marvin Gonzalez more in a second. But it was such a big uh, sign of relief when we saw Jordan Alvarez pinch hitting today because I all Astros fans were like, oh, no, what just happened when he fouled that ball off his uh, the backside of his knee or whatever happened? Off his kneecap. Kneecap, yes. Yeah, not the back and of his it, knee. His it kneecap. was a contusion. And I, I, they said he was day-to-day. And, and before the game, they said he may get a pinch hit appearance today. So when he came in, Everybody was like, oh. right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, everybody sighed a sigh of relief. And so um, the Astros are finished with this road trip. Thank God they're coming back home. And I think they should do fine, Eric, to be honest with you. Um, they've got these uh, first three games this week against Seattle. And um, I think they'll get back on track. Um, you know, it's it it's not what did you do yesterday it's what what are you going to do today and when they play Seattle the slate's clean it's a new day we can we can we can put San Diego behind us and i mean they're like key players like like Tatis Jr he the dude struck out two or three times today it wasn't even a thing but hey get this we've got McCullers versus Kikuchi coming on monday night on tonight if you're listening to the show monday morning this evening it's LMJ day and so that's a good sign. Um, he did really. He does really well against Seattle. Um, you know, Kikuchi can be hot or cold against us. I'm assuming he's going to be cold in Minute Maid Park. And I, I think they get back on track. I think they know the distance is closing. Kyle Tucker did say post game the other day, "We treat every game like it's a winner go home situation." Right. So we, so there's not not necessarily any let up. Um, <laughs> It's just, it's just weird. Like you would like this team though to string together a nice little six, seven, eight game streak before the playoffs because it seems like they win three or four games and then they disappear. They are twenty four and twenty one since the All Star break. 
that is no that is not good for a team of this caliber and it kind of makes you wonder what's going on and it makes you wonder if you have you're watching the right tv i mean are you watching the old tv or direct tv and so tell us a little bit about direct tv so does this sound familiar you've got one device that lets you catch the game live another that lets you stream your favorite shows you're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff well i want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no more need to buy another device to get another one to get another show ever again. The best part is there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. So looking at what um, what Christian Javier has done out of bullpen, I wonder if Stat Hero would recommend you having <laughs> him as on your fantasy team. Probably not right now. He hasn't pitched in nine games. So um, do you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? It, it is a reality that's surprising. The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and the winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you that their lineup shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. You are in total control. Stat Hero is DFS that the way that it was meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. All right. Actually, uh, Christian Javier pitched the other day. And oh, uh, did he? Since, since he's gone to the bullpen, he's walked 25 batters in 39 and one third innings. He and needs, the other, yeah. No, the other, I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, the other day he struggled um, in that appearance. And you, as when you're, I mean, when you're a starter, you can kind of get away with walking one or two batters because, because um, you can kind of it, it kind of uh, washes out a little bit. But when you're a reliever and you're only pitching one or two innings, you can't be walking batters. And the other day, I I think it was Saturday night, um, that kind of came back to bite them in the butt. And that's how the uh, the Padres are able to score all those runs and. So it's just it's just they don't have a role for him. And at well, this time, I don't know if his role, a- his role, Eric, should be a starter with a piggyback person behind him. He does not do well in the reliever role. Like, I mean, you, you just gave the evidence. He sucks in a relieving role. And I don't think it's he can't do it. I think it's here. Some guys aren't cut out to come in. And and I haven't looked at every single place he's come in. Has he always come in where he's had where, where it's been a clean slate? Doesn't he usually come in with people on base or something? If that's the case, he hasn't done well. When he starts, 
or when he relieves, I believe, when there's nobody on base, there's no issue, no other things going on, he seems to perform better. But I don't have all those stats in front of me. But here's something that I think Johnny Munoz brings up that I think is a very valid point. Because and what and what Johnny's saying here, I know if you're listening, you can't see his comment, so I'm gonna read it. He's not saying he blames Dusty, but he's saying there's a mindset. And Johnny Munoz says, I'm a firm believer in that the team takes on the personality of their coach or manager, and our Astros have Dusty's personality just way too laid back and a lack of killer instinct. And while I think that we have guys like Correa, guys like Bregman, guys that are this kind of the spark plug, I do think that that let killer instinct is lacking a little. You know, Eric, I was reminded of A.J. Hinch, and I'm not saying I'm pining for A.J. Hinch because he's never coming back to Houston. But when A.J. Hinch said to reporters about the Tigers, if free agents don't want to come here and win with us, then we'll beat them when they don't come here. That's the kind of mentality that I think people, Astros fans namely, Astros Nation, sees that seems to be lacking. It's like, Let's go get them. Let's put let's let's like put the pedal to the metal and really drive it home. And I know we we done it a couple times at home and we scored a lot of runs. But Eric, I think that's a valid point to be made. I mean, you do take on the personality of your coach, and sometimes I felt that Dusty just seems too laid back, and that may be his personality, and that's no fault of his own. Yeah. So uh, to lead off the inning, he has. Um... I guess I'm trying to look at it. He has a slugging percentage against him of 442. And okay. uh, so first batter I'm trying to understand is uh, 840 against him. So whatever that means, I'm trying to find out um, all this. But uh, so anyway, uh, so that's Christian Javier. But um, I have to go deeper into that later when I'm not having this pressure. But uh, Dusty Baker <laughs> said uh, it'll take a few more days for Zach Greinke and Taylor Jones. But both of them are feeling fine. So um, when those that, that day comes, uh, we need to talk about Marwin Gonzalez and how he was activated. It wasn't anything like I suggested on the, uh, the little short I did the other day. But uh, Jose Siri is on the roster right now. But uh, when, uh, when Taylor Jones and Zach Rinke comes back, that means the extra uh, roster spot will go away. So that means uh, Jose Siri likely will be going back. And uh, most likely uh, Marwin Gonzalez also will be going back or he will need another permanent roster spot. Cause right now he is technically on borrowed time because they haven't, um, they haven't opened up a 40 uh, man roster spot for him. So right now I, if you, for those of y'all who uh, want to know that uh, series technically on Grinky spot and then uh, Marlon Gonzalez, as far as I know, is on Jones spot right now. So, they, so they, question, they, would you rather though, would you rather have Marwin Gonzalez just stay up there and then have Taylor Jones go back? Well, because can't you do that? Uh, no, no. Cause uh, as soon as um, Taylor Jones is off, is healthy and off the IL. So he, he's, he goes he's back 40, on 40 man. man. Yeah, you okay. would have to DF DFA. Him. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I'm you're, sorry. You're I wasn't up the active roster. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I was thinking active roster. I wasn't thinking you were talking forty man. I was. Yeah. Thinking, so yeah. Um, what comes to mind is uh, like somebody brings up Jacob Wilson is somebody who's uh, probably going to be first guy to be DFA'd, um, and I know that a lot of people say Rubel uh, Garcia is somebody that gave up his number to Marvin Gonzalez so yeah. that way he can He's be like number nine. <laughs> He's like, here's my uh, number. I'm leaving. Sure. I'm not going to be here that much longer anyway. So I'm I sure suck. you can have it. 
Uh, there also, there could be some people that be added to the 60 man IL. So that's another way you can get some uh, open roster spot, but there's, uh, and Jason Castro was, uh, hitting off the tee and, uh, running off, um, and, and jogging off a alter G treadmill, which uses, um, that helps reduce pressure on the legs when you run. So that's a good sign that he is making a little bit of progress on the, the, the knees. So we'll see if he's ready to come back, but the Mariners are coming. They are four and a half games behind mm-hmm. the Astros. So the Astros can't take the series lightly. They got to come out guns blazing. Uh, sorry for the phrase, but they got to come out and they got to face Kikuchi. This is Texas, man. <laughs> they got to face Logan Gilbert and they got to face Tyler Anderson. Mr. Well, Anderson. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. They've they've won five in a row. Didn't did, weren't they on a winning streak last time we played them and we knocked them off the winning streak? If I remember correctly, I don't know. But but I know they've won five in a row. They are six and four over their last ten. We're five and five. Um, you know, like you said, they are four and a half behind us. Um, but I, I really I really think that that they come in and take care of business against Kikuchi. Um, I'm going to be. Um, going to that game Monday night, and then um, I know Tuesday and Wednesday we have some we have some tickets, so maybe we um, give away. I don't know when we're going to give those away, um, but we're going to have to probably do a we're going to do something on Twitter um, to uh, give those tickets away this week. Yeah, uh, we'll probably have to do something on Twitter for Tuesday, unless you want to do it tonight. Um, uh, we we could do the Tuesday uh, in the third segment if you want to. We got 13 people right now listening, so if, if you want to come up with a question. But anyway, uh, so if you want to do that now, or we can do it on Twitter later. So anyway, moving on. Um, so uh, Guriel hit that big home run. Then we had Carlos Correa hit that even bigger home run to tie the game in this uh, in this um, series. But um, uh, we could just do Twitter. So um, and uh, Guriel said it would have hurt my soul. If that ball had gone foul, who said um, that? Guriel. <laughs> so that was awesome. I, I still didn't see it land. I know you and I, you were, yeah, I couldn't but... tell if he hit the second deck or the third deck. I mean, right. I guess my eyes are going really bad. I don't know. Yeah, we we're in between birthday parties and uh, trying to get to a different birthday party. Um, so, but, uh, so we were both there and we we're like, where did it go? And then Carlos Cray hit that home run and it was like, yeah, I really yeah. thought they were going to, yeah, I mean, I thought they were going to like rally back and, and they freaking, walk off home run in the bottom of the night just as a crush on I mean and Stanek I'm like oh my god like I like I want to like this guy so much because he throws so hard and he's got the long hair and he just looks cool and he just uh, he's, he's had some good he has but but Daniel. when he stinks he stinks <laughs> and that again that is that is the funny That's, thing though about relief pitchers right but he left it's a two-two like, splitter in the middle of the zone. That's the problem when you live a, leave a pitcher a pitch in the middle of the zone. No especially matter when you're how playing pitch, yeah. when you're playing someone like San Diego, and you know, I mean, you know, hand it to San, San Diego. Diego. They uh, San Diego. Um, you know, um, the you know the Dodgers the Dodgers lost today to the uh, Giants, and so um, you know San Diego's not out of it, out of it, but um, they are definitely on the outside looking in. And so, yeah, that would be terrible if Angel Hernandez and Joe West were on the same umpiring crew. I right. think I would have to um, pour salt in my eyes before I watch that game. All right. So um, Ryan Presley was not available today. Dusty Baker said that Presley is not injured, but his arm is a little sore. Oh, stop. 
I'm just yeah, kidding. You're so mean. Like, these guys aren't human. I know they're, they're yeah. human. They're human after all. I it was know. just funny the way you said it. I know. It just like when you hear the word sore, you think of a little kid and like I got boo boo. Sorry. Um, but there wasn't a lot of quotes. I guess they had to get back on a plane and uh, get to back to Houston. But uh, this is going to be a very crucial series against the Mariners. And uh, in a second, we'll talk about some Mariners, some uh, Marwin Gonzalez quotes, because there's a lot of stuff that with him coming back. And for those of y'all that didn't hear, um, Josh James was optioned down to the the. Um, the uh, technically the taxi squad. And so he's technically going down triple a and, but he was on the taxi squad for the rest of this series, which was one game. And Marwin Gonzalez was active on the bench. And I don't believe he got into the game um, in this situation. No, he didn't. Yeah. Um, and you know, honestly, I think James is one of the guys that's on the outside looking in when it comes to playoff roster. Yeah. Um, I just don't think he was, he's a, he was an extra just health. In this but Hey, Let's let's talk about this. Um, Jose Arquiti, I thought pitched really well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Jose Arquiti looked I, good, and I really want to give him Bilt Bar because he he did so good coming back from and not pitching in so long. So tell us about Bilt Bar. Well, he probably did by the looks of a performance. You did eat a Bilt Bar. They are they are delicious. They are healthy. They are amazing. Let me tell you, they are they have made me a Bilt Bar fan. They have made Eric Bilt Bar fans. Our listeners. Our wives, everybody alike, loves Built Bars. Their flavors, orange, strawberry, salted caramel, cookies and cream, German chocolate. I mean, so decadent, so smooth, never too chewy, wrapped in 100% chocolate, the best tasting, the most the most filling. I mean, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 um, per bar, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, amazing health choice. Grasshopper cookie. I mean, the USA track and field team consumes them. We consume them. So right now, I need you to go to built.com. Use a promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for your order. Use a promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. Tell them that H-Town Wheelhouse sent you. I'm pretty sure, guys, we can freak out all we want, but betonline.ag, they still have the Astros with oh. the second best odds to win the World Series this year. Man, I forgot to bring it for those of y'all watching. I actually got this really cool book. I'll, I'll, I'll show it on the next podcast. But betonline.ag sent me my own book where I can keep track of my bets and everything I'm looking at for the NFL football season because, guys, the gridiron is here. And if you aren't pumped about football like I am, then you don't have a pulse. We love baseball. Baseball, Astros first. But let me tell you, football's in full swing. College, pro, it is one of the best sports. And right now, you get all the updated odds and props and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at BetOnline. Head to our website, use a promo code, head to their website, use a promo code um, um, locked on, and you'll get a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of the opening day super promo. That's right. On September 9th, the season opener, Super Bowl champion, Buccaneers versus the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose your wager, you'll be refunded up to $25 for new customers only. When signing up, use the promo code NFL15. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. 
All right, so let's kind of focus on Marvin Gonzalez. Um, since leaving the Astros after the 2018 season, his OPS has been 660 and uh, 933 at bats. His 70, sorry, 77 OPS plus in that span is 23 points than the league average. So he is not the same guy he was in 2017 or even 2018 when he kind of took a step down. A lot of people would point to the trash scan scheme. I know I've pointed to that a little bit this season. He's his slash line was 170, 267, uh, 216. I know he had two home runs and 20 RBIs off the top of my head, but he is there as a leader. And I this is what Dusty Baker had to say. A lot of times your best players aren't always your leaders. And sometimes your leader is a role player. It depends a lot on that player's personalities to affect others in a positive note. I feel that Marwin is one of those. These don't show up in the stat sheet. They don't show up in the mathematics. They show up in the team leadership. And that's what they feel like this. And so when Marwin Gonzalez said this, um, he said, when I was on the other side of the field, I was very, always very conscious. Uh, sorry. No, this is still Baker. When I was on the other side of the field, I was always very conscious of where Marwin Gonzalez was in the lineup, where he was on the field, uh, who they may pinch hit for, and where uh, they move Marwin to in that position. I was ever, always conscious uh, conscious of where Marwin was. He's an impact guy as much as anybody in the baseball for a non-regular. I believe that he's still there because he's not old, he's not overweight, and he didn't lose that. He had not lost that desire. I think there's still a lot in him. Just sometimes you just have to recreate yourself. Dusty, Dusty's body shaming somebody there. <laughs> he's not overweight. He's not. He's not a deadbeat. Like no. I. I mean, here's the thing. Um, Carlos Cray and I mean, the guy still lives in Houston. I mean, one of our one of our friends that we follow that we've been to games with lives in the same neighborhood he lives in. He goes, my neighbor's returning to the team. And I mean, he is beloved by this entire team mm -hmm. of these veterans. And, and so, I mean, there's, there's no harm in signing him. You're not, you're not hurting yourself. Um, you're not replacing one of your big time players. He's, he's filling a spot when there's needed and he's gladly back in Houston. He loves being home. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. He had the outlier year of 2017, but his glove had nothing to do with anything that happened in 2017 behind the scenes or in the dugout. And so you get him for his experience. You get him for his glove. You get him for his familiarity with the club and the atmosphere. And so I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, I like the fact that Marlon Gonzalez is back. And I hope that he is able to contribute at some point in the season or even in the playoffs, who knows? Hey, Eric, um, what do you think about this? Someone's uh, bringing this up. Tyler says, what do you guys think about about Baggy in the booth? I love Blum in there, but the knowledge, insight Bagwell brings to the game makes for such a great listen. And I think, you know, because Blum and Bagwell are both former Major League players, but I think Bagwell, I think when he gets in there because he's not in there every day, um, it always seems like he has better insight or more insight. But if you listen to Blummer, Blummer does a phenomenal job breaking the game down. I mean, he knows a lot of the technical stuff, but Bagwell breaks things down, I think, more in layman's terms and doesn't because he's not into all the analytics, right? Like Blummer's now and Bagwell is, he explains it the way I think a lot of people understand it. And I think that's what connects with people. Am I, am I accurate in saying that? I mean, I know this is an opinion thing, but. I, I don't I really don't think Bagwell will do it full time. Um, and no, I think, he won't. 
no, I think Blum is perfect for the role he fills. And I, I really liked his insight. I think Bagwell does offer something different. And uh, he offers uh, what he offers is definitely a little bit different than what Blum does. But no, Blum is awesome at what he does. And I, I don't want uh, them to get rid of him for Bagwell because that's what it would take. Because Bagwell oh, would no. not do that and, full time. So I mean, well, no. he, would, he would not. He would not do it for cheap is what I'm trying to no, say. No, well, he, I'm not. I'm not even talking about replacing them. I think they're just they're just talking about like just comparing them. And right. what I think Bagwell brings, I think it's more special when he brings it a, right. on occasion. Occasion, yeah. Right, because he explains it. Like if we got a bunch of guys at a sports bar watching a game, like Bagwell, I, I'm sure Blummer would do this too, but Bagwell breaks it down like you feel like he would on a personal level, mm-hmm. where Blummer deals with all the nows and the right because Blummer does a phenomenal job. He's into he knows analytics and Bagwell, yes. Bagwell's like, uh, uh-uh, I don't. <laughs> Bagwell's I don't like launch angle. I don't even letter. care. <laughs> I don't care about that crap. Uh, back in my day, we didn't talk about that stuff. But anyway, I know Bagwell does talk about that. I was like, does he talk like that? No, he doesn't talk country like that. But speaking of which, uh, keep on subscribing to the Locked On Astros podcast. And um, my name is Eric Eisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talks Shows. You can find Brett Chancy at H-Town Wheelhouse. And keep on subscribing to the Locked On Astros podcast on the YouTube channel. And we will be back tomorrow to talk about the uh, – the mayor, no, wait, is there an off day or are we starting? No, no, dude, we got a game tomorrow night. I'm going oh, to that's, better that's not be right. an off game. That's right. <laughs> so uh, we'll be back to talk more Astros baseball tomorrow and uh, go Astros. And uh, let's hopefully we get a victory and we uh, st- we crush the Mariners dreams. We'll be back tomorrow with another Locked On Astros podcast.